guys, it's Peg Mole Queen with your latest edition of the Ashtanga Dispatch podcast. And if you've been following along with the blog or any of the previous podcasts, you know that right now I am in Mysore, India. And what you may not know is I'm also sitting here at a table with Jeff and Harmony Lichty. And I'm very excited because I actually wrote Harmony uh, six months ago. And I had asked her to do this podcast with me. It was when she first got her certification. She is a certified teacher. I, it's a, it is a big deal. She just made a face, um, like whoop, whoop-de-doo. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, she knows. But it really is a big deal because there's only like 18 or 19 women, right, out of the 50 teachers. 17, Seven. who's counting? 17? Is 17? Is it? Yeah. Okay. okay, 17. But then again, and so, and out of those, how many are moms? Not that many. Yeah, right? Not that many. Yeah, maybe like... Don't guess. You don't I, I don't know. No, we don't know. But there's really... Not that many. <laughs> and that's, that's what really... Um, I think less than 10. Right? And that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. So if you can go, you can actually go to the KPJAYI uh, website and you can see the listing. And it's pretty interesting. And Jeff, your name is on there as well. Yes. Though you're very lucky because I could find a boatload on Harmony, but nothing on you. Fantastic. I, what did you, how, did, how did you manage that? I scrubbed a few Facebook accounts. And, um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's good. No, I mean, good for you. Cause then it's good this isn't video. Creepy people like me can't <clears throat> like me. No, no. <laughs> no, you guys are from Calgary, Canada. Yes. And you have a son. Yes. And his name is Jediah, right? Yes. Yes. And let me see, he's four years old. He'll be five in two weeks. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's here with you. Yep. yep. Now, it's his fifth trip. It's his fifth trip, so he's probably authorized now. Yeah, yes? he's eligible. He's a, his, yeah. name's, his name's in black. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mine. It's like in green under us, you know, growing into it. Although I think I'm blacklisted. I don't know. What it's like. Anyways, okay. You guys, how do you do that? Yeah, it's... I'm from Mysore? With, I mean, well, I brought my kid, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need a babysitter, though. <laughs> no, she doesn't. And how do you, I mean, seriously, that's got to be super difficult. We were talking about that the other day, because he was sick last week. Yeah, yes. he was. He had a fever all week. And then an allergic reaction to two antibiotics. So it was a tough week. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough, you know, I talk to moms and, you know, other parents, like, around, and it, it's hard. I mean, it, it's hard practicing and being yeah. a parent, you know? I mean, yeah. just scheduling the time. You can't really, your time is not your own all the yeah. time. Yeah. And your energy can't always be devoted. So there's, like, work, there's family, there's, you know, there's practice, and it's tough. How do you balance it? Well, in some ways here, it's it's almost a little bit easier because you kind of have like the work side yeah. taken out of the equation. And really you're here and your main reason for being here is to practice. So that's pretty high on the priority list. <laughs> you know, and then taking care of your child, of course, is high on the priority list too. But Sherat makes it pretty... Um, not easy, but he's he's a little bit more lenient with parents. He gives them um, like no start time, so he lets them come whenever it works for them. So 
Uh, the first year we were here, Jeff and I would swap times, so I would go and practice early, and then I'd go home, and then Jeff would go and practice, so we'd take turns taking care of Jediah in the morning, which is, um, that was, that was a challenge, for sure. Yeah, that's gotta be. <laughs> but it was, but it was also nice, like, we had sort of that freedom, that ability to do that, and not, like, wait in line to go and practice, just to go. So for people that don't know, so mm -hmm. you have these start times, so, like, yeah. Megan and I uh, are the later crew, we're the 9.30 crew, yeah. but it starts as early as... 4.30? Yeah, 4 a.m. is really, four I think, when the, the gates open and the first batch goes in. So from 4 a.m., and I think the last one is 10.30? Yeah, 10 is or 10.30. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, this is going on all day. Everybody has certain times, and you're expected to be there in time. But yeah. moms, yeah. when and it dads. says there, and dads, when it says <laughs> times, it says no time, right? Yeah, it says no time. No time. Yeah. Or sometimes, like with us, he gave us a time, and then he's like, but come when you want. <laughs> sort of a, a general suggestion of if you can come, then come at this time. He's but pretty he says, pro family. He says, come before I leave. Yeah, he's great. No, yeah, he's, he's, he's really, really, really pro is. family. Awesome yeah, I was um, I was kind of shocked. Like when we came in and registered, mm -hmm. it was it was kind of cute. Like when I, as soon as I wanted to make sure that we were together, not for her, you know, yeah. but for me because <laughs> yeah. she's really taking care of me. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, she's my daughter. Like I'm like blurting it out as he's writing down the times, like don't yeah. separate us. Yeah. And he just looked up and he was like, you tell everyone that. And I said, yeah. I already do. Yeah. And he, ever since, I mean, he just really, you could tell that that pleased him. And then it was really interesting because you, asked a question during conference. Mm, yeah. That was a great question. Yeah. So share now what your question was, because it was really good. His answer was super, too. It was super. Well, I was, I was asked about um, the student-teacher relationship and how we can, um, as Westerners who don't really have, like in India, the teacher's very high on the, um, highly respected. And so in, um, in the West, we don't have we don't have that same kind of like adoration for teachers, you know, we don't have the concept of guru really in our culture. Um, so I was just asking him how, like to explain a bit more about what that means in India to have that relationship to a guru. And um, he went and started talking about um, how the mother in India, the mother is the first guru and that family is the foundation of this understanding. And first your mother is your first guru, then the father, and then your teacher. And that part of our problem in really taking on a guru relationship is that how I interpreted it, mm -hmm. this might not be exactly what he meant, but how I interpreted it is that we have um, a different family value system, you know, and so we don't necessarily have that same um, you know, respect for our parents and honor for our parents in the same way in families. You know, many people are from split homes and it creates a lot of um, questioning and confusion and doubt in children. And we grow up in this sort of always looking for the next best thing or looking for, for answers from, you know, different people and yeah. places without sort of that family stability. And here in India, you know, 
culturally they have a multi-generational home usually. So. I know, I noticed that. It's, they all live, like yeah. the mom, the the kids, the parents, the kids, yeah. grandkids are all there. It's like, like everybody, it's communal homes. Yeah. Everybody's there. Families still live together. Yeah, and as he mentioned, like it's it's shifting, it's changing a little bit now where the, you know, where they're sort of adapting a bit more of a Western viewpoint with with families and more couples are sort of moving out of the family home and moving into their own homes but you know it's really funny traditionally it it was a multi-generational home where the grandparents would help raise the children and the um you know the the mothers and fathers would all be there and they would help take care of the grandparents and it was a very it's, it's like a nice family structure it was very important to have that and then and then it was interesting because a lot of people came up to me after and said, oh, he didn't really answer your question. And, but for me, I felt, like, I felt like he really did answer my question because sometimes you know, I have a curiosity about things that I know he has a lot of wisdom about or, and a lot, of, a lot to say um, regarding certain subjects like that. And he has like a really true relationship to a guru with with Patabi Joyce, with Guruji, with his, who is also his grandfather, right? So, and which is mom. also interesting. And his, and his mom, mom is right well. down the road, yeah. you know, and his, and his <laughs> yeah. wife is teaching in the yeah. shala. And so it was, and I felt like he, he answered something that was really, um, for me also, because I am a mom and because I do have a husband and family is, you know, like he was saying, family's really important and not just, not just like, you know, being here, being with your guru, being with your teacher is also important, but but having that commitment and that steadiness in your family relationships also a very important thing. So I felt like, um, you know, Sharat and I have a, a long, gish relationship as with no, him as my really, teacher. This <laughs> so, has been what eleven years. Um, Do I get yeah, that right? Eleven years. Yeah. And so he, uh, he's, you know, he know he's seen me grow up. He knew me before I was married. He's knew me before I had children. He, you know. He met me when I was 24 years old, so it's been a, there's been a lot of evolution, you know, that way. And so I felt like he was really speaking to me and to something that, that maybe was a question that I had, but didn't even know I had. Well, and he went to the roots, right? It's not a quick fix. It's not like, I mean, there's, I, I feel like this. I mean, maybe you guys will disagree, but a little bit of skepticism in Western world isn't a terrible thing. I mean, we don't have the same systems built up that are here. It's not the same. And so it's kind of hard to just transplant one into the other. So I don't know that there was a quick fix for the, how do we, you know, create this importance over the teacher-student relationship. I think it does take more time um, there. We have relationships develop over the course of years because we just don't have those same kinds of roots already built into our culture yeah. anymore. I think they were like once, I mean, maybe, but we like are so big on independence, you know? Yeah. Independence is a big thing in the West yeah. and it's funny, we're not very independent at all, but we, <laughs> we like to think we are, you think? Yeah, I think in the West we have we we value the individual so much. Yes. And in India it's not really they don't really value the individual as much as we do. We feel like independence and individuality is very important. Expressing yourself, yes. creating something original, you know, 
being set apart from everyone, these are all things that we look at as, as good things in our, in our lives, in our culture, you know. Whereas in India, it's more about... Not the crowd. <laughs> the crowd. Yeah. Kind of is. But there's a bit more of a collective, a collective um, feeling of, you know, the well-being of everyone. And well, yeah, because that's what I, I yeah. just wrote about this with the, um, with the cars. You know, it was really hard for me with the, the tuk-tuks or the rickshaws yeah. and the bicycles and the pedestrians and the cars. Yeah. And everybody's beeping their horns. And it's like... Uh, I think David Robson said this to me. It's like echolocation. You know, it's like basically, (laughs) hey, I'm over here to your left. And, you know, and so it's all depending on everybody looking at the whole picture, not as the individual. So when you cross the street or when you're turning in, you look for the empty space and they're already looking for you. They're already moving in relation to where they think you'll be and getting out of your way and beeping the whole time. But, (laughs) um, but it's, it's interesting because we're not like that. We're like, okay, it's your turn to go, yeah. and then it's my turn to go. Yes. I have the crosswalk. <laughs> it's my turn. And, you know, it's my lane. Yes. And, it, it, I mean, I'm not yeah. – it's just interesting. No, we have very strong egos. <laughs> Mine. Yeah. Mine. My, I, me. Yeah, you so know, I asked very Mahesh. very strong, lots of what ego in our world. Right? <laughs> it would took me a few days. If we finally – Megan and I were driving with Mahesh, and I said – you keep beeping. Like, why? <laughs> like, you're not mad, right? Like, you're not. And he goes, no. And I said, what's the big horn for? He's got a big horn and a little horn, <laughs> yeah. right? A one, whoa, whoa. And then there's a little one that's kind of squeakier. And mm-hmm. he said, um, no, the big horn's for my friends. When I see a big group of friends, I do the big horn. And <laughs> he called them friends. I don't know if he knows them all, but, like, I guess yeah. that was for the big crowd, my friends, to yeah. let him know he's there. <laughs> Very different. Very. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, the, the whole way of thinking, like, I don't know, I think the (laughs) Indian brain is slightly different than the Western brain wired. You know, we're very consequential. Everything's very linear and it's very like A goes to B goes to C. It's all very, you know, predictable. Right. And in India, it's much more intuitive. It's much more abstract. It's much more about the feeling. You know, is the feeling good here? Yeah. Should we proceed? It's a, it's not like it's not based on you know specifics, and you know even the way that Sharat teaches is very much like that. It's very intuitive. It's very based on like a feeling, uh, instinct. I mean, he has some general principles and and ideas and sort of standards for sure, but but it's it's more about like that relationship he has with each student. And he really does have a, a specific relationship with each student that's quite unique. I would love for you guys to talk to that because I won't lie to you. So I was a little <laughs> nervous coming over. I mean, this is my first trip, first of all, and I'm old or older than the most most people making their first trip, I think. I mean, I look around the room, I think I'm I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think Megan's age is probably a better, you know, in the 20s, right? That's a, yeah. a better time. So, you know, I, I move a little different, right? I don't, I don't, not looking for big adjustments or things like that or big changes. I want to do things correct. And I've yeah. heard that there's such a big placement on correctness. Um, and yet, I've been surprised at how individualized it is here. Like, I wasn't expecting that. That was not what I pictured. 
Um, but isn't this the Meisser method? Yes. I mean, yes, it is. I mean, that's how it should be taught, no? It is. And yet, what ha why is it, why sometimes when it comes back, does it sound like there's just one uniform way and everyone's in cookie cutters? Because I can tell you, <laughs> he has treated Megan and me both very differently. Um, and rightfully so, and really nicely so. Yeah. Yeah, intuitively so. I mean, great. Thoroughbred, man, she can go. Let's <laughs> go, do some asana. It's working. Sherry says it's good she to be twenty-three. Yes, yeah, good to be twenty-three. And he can work her hard. Why not? He does too. Yeah, it's good. He should. And you like it. I love it. You're blushing. <laughs> yeah, I. But this is how Guruji and Shrad have always taught. This is the only way I've known them to teach. I mean, I think that's mm -hmm. how they've taught. Us, right from the, I mean, Shrat's always been our teacher, so um, even when Guruji was here, I mean, Shrat, you know, took a main role in all of the teaching, and so um, this is how they taught. This I don't know another way, to be honest. I find it a little confusing, actually, and a little bit um, dogmatic often in the West, so, but it's okay. It'll all work out. As people get more time around teachers who've been here, I think it's helpful, you know, for students in the West. You know, maybe it goes back to what we started talking about, though. It's like the root, right? It's the me, the independent, you know what I mean? The, we want that correctness, and it's my turn, and in, in a very linear kind of way. And it gets interpreted that way, but that is not what I'm finding, much like the driving. It's like, <laughs> hey, it's, you know, it's, it's watching yeah. the whole system. Yeah. It's multi-generational. It's many layers. It's not. It's many trips, too. It's not just one trip or two trips. It's, it's the evolution of, of a practitioner is over many, many trips in front of the teacher so that you can have complete write-off trips. I mean... You know, people people are like, this trip's got to be the best. But, I mean, Harmony, I, what year was that? You went from, you know, almost finished third series to no series. Like, you know, getting your appendix taken out in, at the <laughs> hospital here. And it's like, so she went from practicing hard to not practicing, you know. And Shrott wouldn't let her in. And when she came back, then it was kind of like, he put the reins on her heart and stopped her, you know, as needed, you know. And... This and, is good um, to know. This is good stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this is, like, this is how the trips go. Like, you, you really, you aren't a seasoned practitioner until you've had, like, a couple bad trips where, you, like, this sucks. And you go home <laughs> limping and you're kind of feeling like, why do I do this? You know, that's really, that's, that's pretty profound. You know, I think, like, even I come here, we all come here thinking, like, our history, you know, whatever it is, is, like, unique you know you know I had a bad year last year and yeah. like starting over but like I thought about it and this won't be the, the this is going to be one time of many that I you keep starting over right yeah. I mean so you got were you did you get sick here yeah I had an appendicitis here I was we were here for three months and we were one month into our three-month trip and I and Harmony was up puking all night long and I was sleeping <laughs> oh. so nicely in bed I was why are you disturbing my sleep? And then 
I got up and she was still, you know, wrapped on the floor in agony. No, Jeff, and Jeff went to practice. I went back to bed and then like, and then she's still there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to practice. The hospital's not open yet anyways. And I kind of No, knew people was said anyhow, they've never but. seen Jeff practice so fast <laughs> in their whole life. Yeah. Wait, you were a paramedic? <laughs> yeah. 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 You were a paramedic? Yeah, I kind of knew it. Well, I you did pretty, know. Yeah, I had a good suspicion. Susan Hounsel was beside me. I'm like, I think Harmony's got appendicitis, so I got to go fast. And so, I, <laughs> I went, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyhow, yeah, it went like that, and then we went into the uh, hospital, the Pickham yeah. Hospital, and and after a few rough sort of interns we got to the surgeon and the surgeon was like yeah it's your appendix and let's go take it out and so they did so what two nights in the hospital <laughs> whoa mm-hmm. and then i couldn't practice and they didn't they even said... do general anesthesia they did a spinal block so she was yeah. like she was awake during the whole thing they're like digging around <laughs> in her guts weird. and they're like speaking canada it's like you know how that i'm like blah, 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 blah. La, 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 la. i'm like and are they excited he says to me he's like oh do you want to see it and I'm like, sure, why not? And he shows it to me over the curtain in yeah. a big pan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's good to know, you know. He's, he's Glad not he didn't, taking out your kidney. Yeah, didn't take out <laughs> anything like, else. <laughs> just take the appendix, it's fine. They'll <laughs> <laughs> sell the kidneys later. <laughs> I, we're laughing, but that's terrifying. It that's was, freaking terrifying. It was a little terrifying. But it worked out okay. So. <laughs> no, but I tell you, the surgical care was great, and the yeah. surgical step-down unit, the surgical ICU was excellent. They had, she had really good care there. Yeah. The floor care, that was a whole different story. And we, yeah, you don't want to spend we, too long in an we Indian We got her out of that pretty <laughs> fast. So. so then you come back. How do you not just be, like, completely bummed? You know, you're, I mean, now you're recuperating, and you're here. Yeah. You have none of the comforts of home. You've come here primarily to practice. I mean, it's a lovely town, but it's not like you're going to take <laughs> yeah. a vacation here. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was doing some seated meditations, so I was, you know, I do like a seated practice. But even like sitting the first week, I couldn't really sit for long periods because, you know, they cut through your abdominal muscles. So even like walking, I couldn't walk very, for very long distances. So, so yeah, really it took, for six weeks, you know, she was, yeah. I it mean, took, I think you took like I came, weeks. I came back to practice after four weeks. And, and what did Sherrod say to you? Shirat, he said, he, he was like, okay, fine, you can come, but you have to only do very little. And I said, okay. And then, you know, I'd be practicing somewhere. So then he'd just keep coming like, over and stopping enough. me. Harmony enough, go close. Yeah. Harmony enough, go close. <laughs> what a teacher does yeah, I mean good. it in such a it's lovely true. like like takes care of you yeah I think sometimes yeah. we see it like as I don't know when somebody says stop or whatever it, it starts to feel like you're being corrected or but yeah. and you are I guess in a way but it's really um helping to take care of you I said like last year was a tough year because I was really suffering the consequences of being me you know, yeah. just being me for so long, it finally took its toll. Always being so strong and doing everything. And, you know, you just hit this, I hit a wall, you know, and it was like, oh. And it really is the teachers then responsible. Well, I mean, it's part of their relationship. It's like the caretaker. It's like the mother. It's like the father. It's yeah. the teacher. It's what you would do for your child. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice if you, if you have that, can cultivate that relationship over many years with somebody that you have a lot of respect for and that you trust 
and that person is worthy of that trust and able to to really see you for who you are, not for all the mental stuff going on, but really like has a good read on who what you need and who you are and is able to kind of guide you then. People always ask me like how do you know how do you know how how can I find my teacher? I get that question mm-hmm. all the time. How can I find a teacher? How can I find my teacher? How do I know? But did you ever hear the that story about how the teacher was was asked this and he said, Let me tell you how hard it is to find a good student. <laughs> That's <laughs> It's true. Right? It's like, you want to learn how, you want to be, have a good teacher, it's like, you learn to be a good student first. You worry about your part. It's, you know, I was reading, how did you guys start? Because I, I was, of course, I can't find how you started, Jeff, because it's nowhere written. Jeff but actually I came to Meister one year before I did. Really? Yeah. And I came to India 10 years before that. Yeah, and he came to India 10 years before that. <laughs> Took me 10 years to come back. <laughs> I've heard that story before too. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you come? Well, I, um, you know, I was working as a, as a paramedic, and I, um, you know, I was sort of at the top of our food chain as far as, as, far as learning in in our profession was, and um, so it was a high stress job, and we did lots of. Um, you know, high stress work, and and even you know when I was in training, I worked full time and went to school full time. I didn't have a lot of money, so I, um, when I was finishing my advanced training as a as a medic, I went to school full time and worked full time and basically burnt myself out. And it was after that that I got a full time job, and three weeks later, asked for leave of absence to come to India, and that was my first trip. And, um, <clears throat> and and you know, and then just sort of living that kind of lifestyle. I mean. You know, medics are awesome. They go hard. They they're smart. They're you know driven. You know, they're cutting edge on everything. Like any time that someone's got an emergency, I mean, they're like, "Did you see anything bad?" This is a big question. I'm like, "Well, have you ever called the ambulance?" You know, like, or have you ever you know, and forget about the ambulance. Have you ever called like the helicopter to fly in? You know, for a medevac. It's like when it's like that, then you've got you know big issues that need attention. So. There was enough sort of trauma that I was involved in that at a certain point in my life I was like, I've just had enough and, and um, I've seen enough blood for a few lifetimes and around here they'd probably believe that, you know, and, um, and you know, that was, that was it. And so somewhere in there I realized um, that I needed some better coping mechanisms for stress and I got divorced from you know, which causes strain and stress. Yeah. And um, and so at that time, you know, the way we coped with stuff was we worked hard, we played hard, yep. we drank hard, yep. you know, and <laughs> yep. it kind of went like that. And so, you know, and, and it was great. I mean, we were all, you know, good and responsible people and, and it was fun. But, you know, there was just some part of like climbing harder and harder, you know, doing more mountaineering or doing things like that that just it felt like it was a little bit too edgy at a time in my life when I needed something a little bit more nurturing so somehow I fell into a yoga class and and it was a vinyasa flow class and and I was like huh that's this is it it's awesome 
like this vinyasa flow school in downtown Calgary called Yoga in Motion. It was $90 for 90 days, you know, like <laughs> something like that. That was the thing. Harmony and I both, we did this. We, we did started this, at the same yoga We started about yeah. at the same time, That's but we, we didn't met. know each other. And, um, and then what was very interesting is David Williams, who is one of the early, early pioneers uh, yes. in America, he... Um, he came and did a workshop because we'd been doing all this flow, like I think in like 2001, you know, maybe. You know, like and it was his like, first workshop ever that he ever taught. Yeah, it's the first no. anyway, first yeah. workshop David Williams ever taught, and and um, <laughs> and it, you know, like we're used to doing yoga's greatest hits, right? It's like, hey, do this one, yeah, do this one, woohoo, yeah, put your hands up, clap your hand, you know, whatever. And it was fun, and we had great times. But then Harmony and I did David's workshop, and and it was primary series, and we're like, oh my god. You mean there's like lotus stuff, you know, and because that's all the always lotus gets left out of every flows. Oh flow yeah, school, basically, and um, you can't really so, flow through lotus. Yeah, so when we when we did this, we're like, wow, this is it, and it became pretty apparent, like probably within a couple of weeks after that, that you know, like here was someone who's really dug deep in the source. And he talked about Guruji. And he talked Aww. about Guruji and. And when he talked about Guruji, I mean, sort of this love-hate relationship, but it was like, wow, he had such an amazing experience in India. And at the time, there was no one really who could take us deeper in these practices. And so it was, it was like, okay, I could go down to Eddie in New York. He knew that he was there and you could, you know, but we're in Calgary in central Canada. And, you know, and you could go down to, you know, Tim Miller and Encinitas you know, but the dollar exchange, the Canadian dollar was pathetic like it is again now against the American dollar. And so we could go to America for like three weeks on our savings or you could go to India for three or four months. So we chose India and it yeah, was the was... best thing ever. And, you know, we just we just went straight to the source. Well, I did my first year and then it was the year I got back that I met Harmony really. And, and then we started hanging out and talking about yoga. And she was kind of nice, so... <laughs> we she decided is... to keep hanging out. <laughs> so we decided <laughs> talking to keep about yoga. Out. How many years ago was this? Uh, we met in two thousand and two. Two, yeah. Yeah. Two thousand and two. That's really yeah. neat. Yeah. <laughs> then she got knocked up somewhere. Oh no, we got married first. <laughs> yeah, I'm just we got married. I'm, so <laughs> I'm not editing joking. that out. <laughs> Jeff unplugged. Spanish filter, Spanish filter. For I know. Those who, who are here in Mysore don't know what that means. But anyways, yeah. Jeff doesn't speak Spanish. So. I don't speak any Spanish. But I'm laughing because <laughs> as, even as we're talking, I just want everybody to know that we chose the probably the quietest corner in India that we could find, right? Yeah. We're at the Green Hotel, <laughs> and it is probably the most quiet place I think I've been since I've gotten here. Yeah. And... It's still noisy. It's still noisy. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of things to get used to here. Yeah. I think the noise is... It's weird, though, because in a way, I don't know, you do get used to it. Then when I, my, after my first trip, I got home, and I, I felt like everything was so loud at home. It was really weird. So or I think sterilized. my mind you was know, really quiet here. In the morning and you're Even though do... it was noisy, my mind was quiet. And then I got home, and it was like... Like there's no ants crawling around me. What's yeah, going on really here? Weird. There's no ants. Wow, in this the place. reverse culture shock that after that first trip was really this will it'll be interesting for us when we go home. You know, you said to me, one of you said to me, that because I was saying how everybody comes for like a different reason, and you said sometimes everybody gets what they need, and sometimes what they get is not 
they exactly might not, what they, they wanted want, to get. But it's what they need. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what they need. And I thought, you know, my first two weeks here, so I'm in I'm to my third, yeah. and the first two weeks were amazing, right? Yeah. I was having the best time. When I saw you yeah. last week, I was having a blast, yeah. right? Yeah. I was doing everything, being shown around. I'm so a little over it right now. I won't lie to you. Like, you know, last week it was one month's not enough, and like now one month is more yeah. than enough. Um, but I realized that that's me. That's really, and it, it, this morning I think it struck me, and that is who I am. I'm really a gung-ho in the beginning, and then I'm a quick fader. Like, I'm out. Like, okay, this was fun. I come in enthusiastic, and I'm like... Okay, what's next? What's, I'm on to the what's next, and I thought, <laughs> isn't that interesting? I can't go anywhere, so I'm stuck with it. So now I have two more weeks, and I'm stuck with my usual, you know being yeah. me, right? Yeah. And, and I thought that's really interesting because it was what you said. It's, it's a little bit of facing kind of that, sitting with that. And I thought, oh my God, the panic. If I had had another month here in Mysore, <laughs> I might be hitting panic stage. Like this might be, I might, this might be dipping my toe in, but next year we might need to have like a little support group for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, right? Yeah, you get to really see yourself here. I think because you don't, you're out of your cultural context. You have no context for yourself here, so you really get to see stuff come up. I could be distracted at home. Like I could find something that, like I would find yeah. something to do. It would be something different. I can't find anything. To, I've done now <laughs> all the regular stuff, yeah. and so <laughs> I, I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Now you're now you're starting to practice yoga. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think the yoga actually starts until you hit the obstacle, right? I mean, that's what happens. I mean, you're, you're going to get like the bendy ballerina or the ex-strong gymnast who can do everything here. And, or someone who's 23, like your daughter. Like, <laughs> Poor Megan. I'm it. Pull those hands up. I want to grab my knees. It's like, that is not deep enough. I want more back bend. Like, whatever. And, you know... I mean, it, it's all interesting, you know, when it's feeling good. It's when it's not feeling good, you yeah. know. It, you know, it really, it really starts. <clears throat> excuse me, when when you have to find a reason to fight for something here. You know, like what are you willing to struggle for? Dina Kingsburg, who's here. Oh, it just left. Too bad. You, you, but um. <clears throat> She had this great phrase that has stuck with me from one of the times we met her in 2008, and uh, it's elegant struggle. Creating elegant struggle, being able to struggle in this whole practice, in this whole life, but with elegance. She's just marvelous at that, and this is her teaching, I won't steal it, although I want to. And uh, <laughs> and I guess I kind of am. <laughs> Sorry, Dina. Um, and, um, but uh, what are you willing to struggle for? This is the better question. Because that's what's going to show the real character. What are you willing to struggle for? Not what comes easy to you. It's true. Right? Like, what are you going to struggle for? What are you going to dig deeper in? Like, what are you going to dig down deep for? There's, I mean, we, you know, this is, this is my 15th time here. Like, I mean, this is, you know, we've seen, and I'm not like a, I'm not a fast mover in this method, you know, um, 
I'm not a shaker and a mover, you know, or else I'd be certified too, for God's sake. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's like, it's like, no, I'm like the, I'm like the tortoise is going to make his way along really slowly and hope he doesn't get hit by the car by, on the road, you know. But, um, <clears throat> or in this case, the big Indian bus or lorry. But the, um, you know, we've seen people, they come and they just soar fast. And then it's like... They get shot out of the air somehow, and they come crashing down so hard, and they disappear. They never come back. I think Sharon said something about this, you know, at, the, at, at his one conference, um, one conference yeah. you know, here a couple of years, and they never come back. It's like, I'm so in it, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, you're in the honeymoon stage. But it's like, it's going to get hard, and you're going to have to learn to enjoy and de developing a method within yourself to struggle with elegance, you know, and, and I think this is the best thing you can do. And it's the whole thing of yoga. Yoga, it, the Bhagavad Gita says, samatvam yoga uchyate. Yoga is keeping the mind steady. Yoga is not keeping your foot behind your head all day. It's like, that ain't going to help anybody. I mean, how's that going to do anything? But rather, when can you start to learn to accept things exactly as they are in the moment, even when you don't like it? Learn to keep some equanimity in your mind in your approach and not blow your stack all the time. That's a little bit of my thing here in India. I tend to sometimes have a little Indian rants, usually <laughs> at Indian people. But um, Well, whatever but, it is, it know, does like push the, your buttons the for idea that. Is that you, you know, the idea is when we're here, we always get what we need, not necessarily what we want. And what we need is time to, to practice. For me, it's like, how do I practice being patient? How do I practice keeping my contentment. I mean, I see her, 23-year-old girl, coming along and it's like, she's grabbing deep in her back and it's like, yeah, next week I'm going to be certified. And then, you know, like, you know, like, and, and you will be and it's great and I want you to keep coming, you know, because you, I mean, it'll be awesome. Develop that relationship with Shira. It's fantastic. Like, you know, so fantastic. Do it, you know, do it. And just with, with one-pointed um, vigor. But there'll be times where it just is not easy and you have to learn to keep the mind steady during that. You have to learn to accept what comes on that day, you know? It's, it's something else I was reading a little while ago. It's, you know, like you have a choice. It's like, it's all about choices. It's like, you're gonna accept this or are you gonna regret it? Like, just accept it or regret it. You're gonna do one or the other. It's like, you don't have to come back. Right. You're having a freak out now. Go home. You don't have to come back. You don't have to stay here. You don't have to go to Kovalam. You can, like, you can make a choice. It's true. But choose. And choose, you know what? Choose. Are you going to accept it or are you going to regret it? Are you going to be positive or are you going to be negative? Are you going to be optimistic? Or are you going to be, like, pessimistic? It's exactly you gonna what I was thinking, yeah. Are you going to fear everything? Or are you going to learn to love Learn to love. <laughs> I know, right? But it's, it is funny because what I, what I like about it is that you are really quickly faced with you. Like, yeah. And so that's exactly what I was thinking to myself. I'm like, isn't this interesting? Yeah. This is me. Like, this is totally me. And I don't have any way out of being me right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess I do. I do have choices, right? I could book up. But I mean, when you know that you know, yeah, it's kind of hard to ignore it, that consciousness, when you have that consciousness over But you're making it, a choice. Yes, absolutely. 
but it's really interesting. And I, I know that as Megan's sitting over here, we won't make her get on this, but she has her own, right? She's, <laughs> she's deciding like how the lining should happen outside the shala. <laughs> the lining up. She's like in a, she's got a system she'd like to suggest. Um, yeah. She's very orderly. You know? <laughs> she's, she's, next conference. Next, ne- yeah, next conference. She's going to raise her hand and ask about that. But everybody has their... Yeah, everyone's um, got their, the stuff that comes up for them or that they get faced with or... You know, the, and that's the rub. I mean, that's where the, you know, little friction, a little transformation starts to happen. If you can just sit with that place that's really uncomfortable, where you're seeing yourself or your patterns or what's, you know, what's coming up for you. Yeah. And, you know. But don't play in the middle. Like, there's nothing else you can do or there's nothing, you know, but just sit there and just observe and, you know, don't suppress it. But don't and it comes express down in practice. it or like, yeah, It for comes sure. out in practice, yeah. like almost like it boils. It's like the boil at the top, <laughs> right? I mean, you can even, you're sitting with it festering kind of like all day. And then you get to practice and you're like, I'm tired. You know, yeah, I'm like, you're tired <laughs> yeah, like, right? You jump into Paschimottanasana. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's really, the practice goes deep here. Is there something about it? It's, it really goes deep into you. And I don't know that anyone comes into this experience here in Mysore and leaves the same person. You know, it's not, and every trip's different. You know, every trip, it's not like it's always the same thing. It's, every trip's different. Every trip has something else that's, you know, some different layer of that onion that's coming off. (laughs) And yet you have to go home. Yeah, you right. Do, I mean, you gotta sure. bring this back. I mean, I think there's also that tendency sometimes for this can be a surreal world, right? I mean, it is sort of detached, and it's. You want to live at Ashtanga summer camp? Yeah. Like, like, you know, <laughs> I'm staying at camp the rest of my life. That's it. I'm a camp counselor now. <laughs> it's like you've been away from whatever place you call home way, way too long. Time it's to like, go home. Yeah. No, it's true. There's a lot of that. You can hide here in some ways. You can. Yeah, you can hide here too. In every way. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Sometimes it gets all a little bit too uh, self-involved here. <laughs> well, how, that made me think about... The interesting of, thing about lots of time, having a kid. You know, you know like our first, my <laughs> first 10 trips, it's like, well, it's all about me. What about me? What about me? What about me? And now it's <laughs> yeah. like, who cares about me? It's like, what's going on with Jediah? Like, I could yeah. get home to him. It's like... I can't leave it all on the map right now because I actually have to go and play Lego with intensity. With <laughs> and enthusiasm. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think, you know what? I'm so glad that you said that because we were talking out when we were talking last week, we were talking about being a parent and you know, in some ways it ground I think it I, I feel like it grounds me. Do you feel yeah. like that? I mean I feel like it gives me perspective of what's truly important in For sure. Oh absolutely. For sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, it keeps it real. It does keep it real. <laughs> yeah. But you the know, stuff you that never... doesn't matter, just you're like, wow, you know what? That next posture, it actually doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. No. <laughs> In the whole scheme, like, you. And people would... go crazy here over getting the next posture. What am I not doing enough of? What can I do more of? What, you know. Or Sharat. What do I need to do less of? You know, Sharat did this or he looked at me this way and then he spent the whole day ruminating about it. It's like, (laughs) oh my God, Sharat, Sharat like looked at me with a sideways glance. You you know. (laughs) Right. There's also 60 people behind you, but I mean, you know, like, 
you, you never know. It might have been someone else he's looking at. But anyway, you know, like, <laughs> he doesn't like me. He likes me. I'm great. I'm not great. You know, whatever. And yeah. you just turn it into a big story. But this is the, you know, this is the thing. How do we keep... Yeah, when you have a small person here, you don't... The yeah. mind steady. You're really doing story. other stuff. You're keeping the small person alive. <laughs> keep the small person alive. It really alive. does. Put I love in... that. It keeps the small person alive. <laughs> yeah. the, first, gotta... the first trip we had Jedi here, it was just under two. And, and it's like you could not... Oh, you gosh. had to be within five feet of that kid. Because, you know, like, what they think is safe here in India is a little different than what we think is safe in Canada. <laughs> you know, like, open wires, open pits. Yeah. 60-foot deep wells that are wide open. Right. I've that seen. are full of water and, like, no way to get down or up. And Megan's always protecting uh, me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Mom. People hold a mom's hand. Yeah. Yeah, and you just run. You just run full speed all the time. Full speed running. We're so now, really just keeping him alive. <laughs> But, you know, now there's the Lego movie and yeah. everything is awesome. <laughs> so, and it's also been nice that he's kind of growing up here every year, too. Because for him, it's all very... This he's kind normal. of aware of all the yeah. dangers now and it's, it's all very normal. Very normal. And it's yeah. for him. You know, for us, we're still sometimes like, hey, isn't that cool? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is... <laughs> you know, it's really been... Megan has been saying to me that we really enjoyed how many families are here. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, we've been hanging with Taylor and Jess and the kids, and then you guys are here, and there's other people bringing, you know, husbands meeting wives here, wives (laughs) meeting husbands. I mean, and it's really, I didn't expect that. within the same family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> but I, I didn't expect that. I did not expect to see so many families here. There is a lot of families I think Strahd said something about that in conference. Didn't what? No. no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it is, it's, there's more families here, I think, now than, I mean, the last few years, really, lots of people have been coming with kids. It's been more... Um, in the last three years. Yeah. yeah, the last three years. I think yeah. a lot more people have been coming with their children. It was a rarity when but, you we know, started, but it's with their, become... There's an observation. It's really nice. You know, it's really like younger children. So most of the kids that are here are like five years old or maybe six and younger. There's only like one or two. Well, school age is hard. Well, school age is hard. Yeah. hard. Yeah. And then there's like older children. So like 17, 18, 19, 20. 23. 23. Yeah. <laughs> But that school age, that age group of children, I think, you know, parents are really, they're at home. What yeah. are you guys going to do? It's going to, yeah, I don't know. We've, we've kind of, we're strategizing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can take like one month, one month, and right. one of us can stay home, and one of us can come. We'll see. Um, it, yeah, I mean, Sherrod's doing some programs in the summer now for authorized and certified teachers. I did see so, that. That's nice. Yeah, and I think he's doing that specifically so that people with children in those age groups can come because there's no school, right? So they could bring their kids and come and, and practice when it's hard to get here during the regular times. So, you know, it's funny, it goes back to your question. Like we can circle <laughs> right back to yeah. the question that you had in conference yeah. about how do you establish, you know, how do you bring that whole idea of Parampara mm-hmm. or the teacher-student, that, that special relationship? And it kind of seems to me that the seeds are being planted now the young families, you yeah. guys, you know, you guys are, are well, you said when you first started coming, there weren't the families, but now there, there's, I mean, I see 
I see so many of them now, and so now he's changing things to make it even more accessible for... Yeah, and uh, Indy is a lot more accessible now, too, than it was, I mean, when Guruji was teaching, it yeah. was really like hard to come and bring your kids, coverage. you I mean, know? Come on, that's crazy. Things were very dirty, people were getting really, really sick. Even my first trip, you know, you know. They, there was no such thing. Very as, difficult. There was no cell phones, there was no telephones. There was only this thing called this. So it looked like a phone booth, but it said STD on it. And you're like, if I go in there, do I get an STD? Like, what happens in that STD box? You know. But this was uh, the international way you could call home, and so you'd go, and it was terribly expensive. You'd go, and you'd, you know, you'd pay 500 rupees for like, I don't know, six minutes of calling overseas to after a terrible connection. And, you know, that's how you would check in. That's how I checked in with my mom a couple times. Like, I'm still alive. Don't worry. Okay, check in next month. Bye. And, uh, you know, that's all gone now. I mean, everyone can Skype and FaceTime and whatever all over the world. So it's a whole brand new world. And it's a big world. And it's got lots of room for families here. And, yeah. and it's good. So, How important do you think it is for students to visit Mysore? We, I think, you know, we always, if we have students who want to come, who have, I think you have to be called to come to Mysore, to be honest. Like, if, if you don't have, if you have no calling to come to India, if you have no calling to visit Mysore, don't come. Right, but you don't, listen to, don't listen to, don't listen to, don't listen to the haters who are going to hate, yeah. right? Like, I mean, you know, there's, because there's also a whole wave of, oh, Mysore, they're going to break you and it's terrible yeah. and it's like, whatever. I, you but know, if you have but a... But listen deeply. Yeah. And this is the whole thing of yoga, no? Listen deeply inside. Look inside. And if you have any interest, then absolutely, 100%, you should come. And if you're really charged up about Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga, this, this system Patabi Joyce and Shra has been teaching all of us, I, wow, you come to Mysore. Yeah. It's like it's a pilgrimage. I think it's a must if you're into... If it's into, if you're into Ashtanga Yoga, you come to see what it's all about. You know, I, you know, I, I give you one story. I, we, when we first started, there was one authorized teacher, Fiona uh, Stang, who's in Vancouver, mm -hmm. wonderful woman, and she, um, you know, she really had the only Western Ashtanga, you know, like Meister program going. So Harmony, I would sometimes go out and practice, and, and actually David was there, David Swenson was there, and so David, uh, we met David there, and, and wonderful guy too, but, um, you know, I went to I went to Fiona and Julian, and we did Mysore for a while, and then afterwards I was having coffee with him, and I was so charged up about Mysore, it's like, just such the only way, I mean, this is the way to learn yoga, I mean, forget this lead class stuff, I'm like, why are we doing all these flow things, it's like, this is awesome, and you know, like, you can imagine, I'm like, going, uh, hundred words a minute it's like oh my god this is the best thing it's like how do I get a Meister program in Calgary <laughs> you know I'm like I'm like one year old like, how do I get a Meister program in Calgary and you know Julian I have to hand it to him he's just such a brilliant analyst and Julian's he, Fiona's husband <clears throat> Fiona's husband he says well maybe you should go to Mysore first and I'm like her right <laughs> Yeah, so like that, it went, and like it's totally right. That's how it has to be. I mean, if you want to teach Mysore style, I think you should go to Mysore. If you want to, like, to even understand where Mysore is, it's a city in India. It's like, what does that mean? I mean, 
There's something, you know? there's something tactile about being here. There's something that changes like at a cellular level. When you're in that room, when you're with Sharad, or when you, if you're with Guruji, like even just being in the culture and the context that yoga comes from, you understand yoga in a different way. I'd have to agree. I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Megan's shaking her head, it, yes. It totally changes. Yeah. You're like, wow, this Western thing is really not that closely related to like where it comes from. It's, and so I think, yeah, if you have a real heart for Ashtanga and a real passion for it, and especially if you're teaching Mysore, you gotta, you gotta come here. You gotta, you just gotta experience it. You know, you don't have to, I mean, you, you have to do what feels natural and right for you. But uh, I mean, we encourage people to come if they, if they want to really dig into the, to the tradition, into the lineage and start understanding it in a different way in like an authentic way <laughs> well even if you're and, studying a language yeah. you would want to visit the country you yeah. know so if the language of yoga if you want to, I mean I, so yeah. that that to me is yeah so it's I, I think that it's pretty important but you know some people have no interest and and some people don't have yeah. time or resources right and I get right. all that I mean yes we, we get all that but you know I think that goes back to you know, be the best student you can be. And if that's something on your radar to come here, it will work out. I mean, Harmony, had, Harmony out. had no money her first trip. I had no and money. And she, she ended up with this, like, wonderful guy patron who, like, basically supported her the whole way. It wasn't me. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> I, I did was, a little later. Anyways. I was in an apartment but, with a friend of mine, and uh, we were stuck in this lease, and I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do I really want to go to India but I have three months left on this lease and it turned out her parents were coming to the city and she's like oh they said they would move into your room in my apart in the apartment we were sharing and live with me and pay the rest of your half of the lease because it'll be cheaper than a hotel I don't know just everything kind of fell into place once I set my heart to coming here it was really interesting and it seems like it, it happens that way every time we come and but like when we're at home we also make lots of sacrifices you know we don't really take extravagant vacations anywhere <laughs> and we like don't buy new furniture <laughs> you don't buy new clothes we don't buy new like clothes a, like a value village boy it's I mean, like it's like it's, i'm one of the village people yeah, only i don't dress we're definitely way. not styling in our country we're pretty like we're pretty people are like oh my god i guess the indians don't know that yoga there. teachers in canada are the are the lowest caste I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, I made $25,000 know, last year and I tried to support my family in America. We're pretty, yeah, Canada. we're pretty, uh, we're pretty low-key with, with what we're, we're spending our money on over there. <laughs> but I have to say... As Sherrod says, people say, oh, what about people that don't have enough money to come? He says, tell them to stop eating one meal a day. Maybe you should edit that. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. It might be good for you to stop eating one meal a day. I mean, no, it is kind of wouldn't true, hurt a lot of you know? us. Like we tend to, like we're just we're we have so much, and we tend to like have like an abundance of everything. I do. You know, even think if you stopped me, eating out once a week, I bet you you'd be able to save. Like, what do they call it? The coffee. The coffee budget, you know? The coffee factor. Or the, the, coffee, or the latte factor. The latte right? factor. I think the ones yeah. that really feel, <laughs> the, what I hear, maybe it's like my listeners, yeah. but I think the ones that have the hardest time 
are the moms who sure, have yeah. school age kids. Yeah. That's a different who, story. Different yeah, story. Right? You know what? Don't even to me yeah. to me, like unless you have the means, then you just then don't even worry about it. I, I mean the yeah. the worst thing would be to sit and ruminate about is I don't go to my or I don't go to all it's like pour me and it's like pour me, pour me, pour me another drink. I mean I'd be like an alcoholic if I was like thinking like that. That would not work. I mean as a as a parent, your first duty is to your family. Like that's your that stage of life is your stage of life. So dig in, enjoy it and get around some good teachers. There's lots of good teachers now worldwide. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to get in front of people who have been here, you know, like to spend some time with people who have been here. It's not difficult. Yeah, I mean, it's tour, just that people right. prioritize other things and that's okay too, but just, you know, you can get a taste of Mysore by being around people who've been spent a lot of time in Mysore. I would say I, that's, I'm glad that you sent that message because I mean when you know when I talk to moms they're constantly apologizing like they feel not uh, good enough or like they're missing some piece of it and they're they're trying you know a lot of them and I, I read that you started like practicing in a small group and a lot of them are practicing in these little homespun groups where they just self practice together and around kids naps and doing what they can that's and great. isn't it it's yeah. like amazing are you going to travel a little bit sometimes and yeah yeah <laughs> I think that's a, that's another thing I see is like they, they would love to have more parents be yeah. teachers so I, that they could ex- access you know yeah. so the ones that understood totally um yeah, it's a big it's a big change. You I mean, it's hard to understand unless it's you've been through it. Right? It's experience you can't <laughs> yeah. know unless can people travel to you guys and and practice at your yeah. at your shala? Yeah. yeah sure. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. From everywhere. Yeah. That's kind of nice to have your accessible because you guys are there really most of the time teaching, right? Yeah, or, I mean this. <laughs> or are you? I, no, no, I will I, be. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot. Harmony's traveling more this year, which is great. Yeah. I mean, but I'll, I will be there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important having a, you know. Yeah. No, it's it's really, it's it's. It's good for our community. I mean, we have tons of moms in our community too that are, you know, come and practice. And yeah, they can't. I mean, they can't get here right now. They're not, you know, one or two of them do, but mostly they're kind of at home, you know, going through teenage life. You know. I know. I know. <laughs> so, but that's a really nice message, and I'm glad yeah. you guys kind of spoke to that, to the differences, right? Yeah. But at some point, you know, if it, if like for you, at I'm some 50. point, if it opens yeah. up then you can come and have that experience. And it's going to be whatever it's going to be. There's, mm-hmm. It's not like there's, you know... It's so there's not no like, age limit? No, there's no, no. age limit. There's no age limit. <laughs> no. The very young and the very old can all come. And 50's not very old. <laughs> I know. That's true. And Megan's like, yeah, I know. She's rolling her eyes. <laughs> like, I've heard the 50 story a hundred times. Like, oh, my God. Come on. I feel like I want to wear something and go, I, you know, just, just so everyone's aware. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. Kind of not. But all right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean. I think, I think part of, you know, in the West we have, like, we come from, like, a, you know, the Christian culture really influences our mindset, even if even if you're not like Christian, the Judeo the yeah, Christian, yeah. yeah. Even if you, yeah. even if you're not practicing, it's but we have like this 
Protestant work ethic and like we're always sort of feeling bad for not being good enough. Yeah. And, you know? And in India it's not really they don't have that here. It's like it just is what it is and there's four stages of life. You know, there's a student, there's a householder, there's the forest dweller stage, which is, you know, sort of like entering retirement, you know, but your job is basically to start giving back to the younger generation again. And then the sannyasi, the very old, you know, the like relinquishing all the worldly desires and possessions and things, you know. So when you're in the householder stage, you're in the householder stage. Like we were here that same year that we brought Jediah when he was almost two and, you know, it was our first time back in almost two years because we didn't come the one year that um, we had him when he was one. And so we said to Sharap, you know, what can we do with our practice? What should we work on? And he said, just do what you can. Practicing with a small child is very difficult. Do what you can. Do what you can. And it was so, it was such a relief. It was like, you know, it wasn't like get back your practice and start, you know, you really need to like do all of this every day and make it two hours and get up earlier. You know, like it was none of that. It was just like, do what you can. And I feel like, like we just need a bit more of that. Like, you know, it's not about being lazy. It's not about, um, you know, letting yourself off the hook, but it's also not about, you know, doing um, like raking yourself over the coals every day either it's not about it's it. not penance it's practice, practice yeah practice you know? is penance I was just going to say that so, is perfect yeah. and do what you can just do what you can do what you can and, and just see what what, day, what the day is you know and especially when you have a family and responsibilities and you know busy lives and we're planting the seeds this is the yeah. seeds right this yeah. is how students grow and yeah. children grow and families yeah. grow this is the root it's the root of our practice yeah is the family and that's what i heard him say last totally. week and that's what i'm seeing grow here and yeah. i'm really grateful that you guys took time away from your family to sit down <laughs> and talk with me today um it's been a real joy and pleasure like just spending time with you both and getting to know you um and jeff you did a really good job of being very censored and and, like <laughs> right. and you still know nothing about me and i still know nothing about Perfect. so guys so there will be a part two with harmony and jeff but i encourage you to there's a book that just came out with ekam inhale that has yeah. a profile from yeah, you it's right called a strength and grace and it's a book that has uh, several women practitioners and it's just little essays that we all wrote regarding the practice. And I think a lot of them have a, a specific sort of um, female yes. sort of orientation to them. So <laughs> And when they can order that through ekaminhale.com. Yes, through ekaminhale.com. And, and what is your website? So I we have uh, our website is calgaryashtanga.com. So, or HarmonyLichty.com. HarmonyLichty.com or CalgaryAshtanga.com. And if you go to either one of those, we can find out when Jeff is holding down the fort there in yeah. Calgary <laughs> and what Harmony's schedule is. And yeah. we can, I encourage uh, people to 
to visit you, find you, and maybe you'll come down into the states and make some visits there. Yeah, that'd be you know? great. That'd be super. Yeah, Bozeman's a really true. nice place. Did you know that? And it's kind of close to us. It's kind of close to yeah. you. So, anyway, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. Thank you, Jeff and Thank Harmony, you. for spending time with us today. And um, I apologize to my producer in advance because he's going to have a lot to edit. Um, yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll get some more out of here, but follow AshtangaDispatch.com and we'll have the next few podcasts that are coming up, uh, up soon. So until then, we'll see you later. Greetings from Mysore. Namaste.